0: hey y'all welcome so i heard that the rare and the radical ones are coming welcome to your new and favorite podcast with your host tiara london i'm so excited that you are tuned in we have great things in store for you and i cannot wait to hear your feedback with no further introduction let's get right into it Welcome, welcome, Tamika. I'm so honored to have you. Hello, T. Erma. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> so, everyone, I want to introduce y'all to Mrs. Tamika Harris. Now, T, I'm still getting used to because you know, I'm. I, I just, <laughs> you are. She's a recently newlywed, y'all. Um, congratulations Yay! again, T. Um. Y'all, Tamika is on fire for God. She's doing such amazing things in the kingdom. Um, she's changing lives, impacting the multitude. And um, Tamika, just honor God for what he's doing in your life. Girl, You, I, I just want to let you know this. You haven't even scratched the surface yet. Um, God is just getting started with you. Wow. Um, so. Of course, with the introduction um, of me just introducing you, introducing you to the people, um, I want you to share um, how they can connect with you, um, how they can partner with you, and how they can reach you.
1: Okay, so as of now, I am active on three social media platforms, and that is um, IG Totally Mrs T. So there's T O T A L L Y M R S T. All of it, all of it, um, together in those faces or anything and um Facebook is Tamika Harris T A M I K A last name H A R R I S and then same with YouTube. I literally just started my YouTube channel like maybe uh what two months ago and so uh just help me <laughs> just subscribe yeah go, you know, right <laughs> <laughs> go
0: subscribe I subscribe right now so this episode is special to me um and I wanted you to be a special guest because I know you live this life. And so this um, segment is entitled A Set Apart Life. So, T, how could you describe what that means to you?
1: Wow. Um, it was really hard to just kind of to comprise everything into just one particular uh, characteristic on how this means to me. But it's it's just it's so many things that that's consistent consisted that consists of a chosen life and a set apart life and so as i was reading first peter two and nine god started to just give me these bullet points these things that you know i should highly highly consider when trying to live for him he's like because i need you to be reminded of these things he said you are royal priesthood and you're a holy na- nation and then you're a chosen generation and of course that's what that's what stuck out to me of course in, in the scripture but then God started to just release even more and I'm like okay wow I'm listening He said, a God's own possession you're my own and I'm like okay God and he said you're my unapologetic masterpiece and then he said You're beautifully carved from the Potter. I'm the Potter. You are beautifully carved, and so y'all, listen. When he was giving me these things, I was it was tearing me apart because I'm like, oh my God, tear me up. (laughs) in the in the most beautiful way possible because it just reminds me I don't want to go too deep right now but I do want to just give you a hint it just made me uh feel like wow God it's so much more to you it's so much more to you it's so much more to me and so I'm just willing to just walk this thing out no matter how long it's going to take me to figure out me and understand my value and my worth in my walk and so Um, Lastly is the ongoing process of refinement and that right there that really tore me up even more so I can't wait to dig and get
0: That's beautiful I I just love how God deals with each of us in our own way Um, He's so creative in how he speaks to all of us individually Um, T I have a question for you For what would you tell someone who's really wrestling with understanding not only are they set apart, but can you explain how you really got to the place that you are now and really accepting um, that you are set apart for the master's use?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, first, I would say it's okay to be different. Um, growing up, and this is just my personal testimony, I didn't understand why I was different. After realizing I was different, um, it took me a really long time to really accept it. Now, um, upon transformation, you have to, and this is uh, recovering from anything that you may feel like you need to be delivered from, you have to be able to identify that there's a problem there or you have to be able to identify um and accept something and so I had to accept that I was different from all of my siblings it seemed as if all of us are saved of course but it seemed like I had you know reached another type of I'm like okay God am I is it some type of discrimination or what is it exactly about me that um makes me not understand me? Like, what is it that makes me feel like um, an outsider or I'm an outcast? And so the more I spent time with God, and that's the big thing, you will never understand yourself if you don't spend time with God. Okay. When, you, when you realize Whose you are. And that's really huge for me. When you realize that you are not your own, you belong to God, then that's when you start really walking in your true identity. One thing I also realized was I was walking, I, I was going through an identity crisis. And this was, and this is what happens in the kingdom. Often we go through an identity crisis because we lack knowing, lack the knowledge of who we are. Who's that's are. good, T? You see what I'm mm, saying? And, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like we walk, uh, we, we're kind of like oblivious to what's going on, and it's a lot of the times because of what's around us, our surroundings, um, things we aren't taught. And so, for that lost person or that person who may be questioning their authenticity or maybe questioning, Why me, God? Like, why do I have to go through this? Or why do I, why did I go through this? Or why did not encounter this? Or why didn't I do this? And you're constantly asking why. It's because you're chosen, you're chosen and you are, you are destined to be in the kingdom to fulfill the purpose of the kingdom. Now, knowing how to do that, that's how, that's what God, that's what God is going to help you step by step. But realizing that you are chosen
0: is the very first step. You have to know that you're chosen. Wow. Okay. so once you recognize that you're chosen and you understand it, can we talk about the, the refining and pruning and purging process that we have to undergo in order to reach the next level of our calling?
1: Wow. It's it's amazing that you said refining because in Malachi 3 and 3, it says he sits as a refiner. And we're, we're talking mm. about Jesus, God. He talks to, he, it talks about how he sits as a refiner and as a purifier of silver. And so I started to read a little bit more and it was a revelation to it. So basically, silver, I looked into the process of silver, how that's refined. And it says the refiner sits and it go it takes the silver to the hottest portion of the flames it takes it has to be in the middle where the hottest portion of the flames are and it has Ooh. to sit there the refiner has to watch the silver transform it has to watch the silver purify if the refiner leaves anything could happen so the refiner has to be there and and as it watches the silver purify once the silver is purified, it, the refiner only knows when the silver is done, being purified. And so the the silver is purified when when the refiner is able to see his own image. Jesus. So when I looked at it, I said, oh, my goodness. And I started thinking about the refinement process. When you're going through trials, when you're going through tribulations, when you're going through uh, just perplexed situations and hardships and, all those sleepless nights because God is talking about to help it you to understand who you are. That those are your moments of refinement. God is trying to strip you and chisel you away, layer by layer. Oh my goodness, it makes me think about you know how. Um, well, I get into the layers later, but at this moment, it makes me think about how you know when you're being chiseled away and you're being chiseled when when you allow God to chisel you, then that it's not a fun process. Ooh, talk about it's it. It's not fun. It's you're going to find yourself feeling really lonely at times you're going to find yourself like oh my goodness god why can't i do what they do jesus and the answer is always going to be because you're being refined because i need you to be purified because i need you to be clean i need you to i need you to be pure as silver.
0: all righty so um we, um listeners um we had some connection issues but we are picking right back up where we left off. And T, you was just talking about the refining process. Um, So can you just pick back up where you left off? Yes.
1: Um, So basically... Um, when you're going through, like I was saying previously, when you're going through your uh, situations that you may not even agree with or you're not even comfortable, one thing God revealed to me, he said, I'm stretching you in this refining refining process. I am stretching you, I'm pulling you, I'm making you uncomfortable for a reason because I'm. it's purifying you. It's not only, not only are you being stretched into uncomfortability, but you are being cleansed, you are being uh, purified. Oh my God, it makes me think of. Um, David, you know, he was like, Oh God, I need you to cleanse me with hyssop. That, that cleansing process, that's, it's not easy. It's, it's going to take some, it's going to take some long nights, long days. It's going to take some time because guess what? One thing, another thing God uh, revealed to me was when we are born, when we're born, we're born and we're shaped and formed into iniquity so mm-hmm. that's the fir- that's our very first state as soon as we come up, come out of our mother's room we are shaped into iniquity and then God started to show me he said so when you when you meet me you're born again and then that's when I start sh- ch- shaving things shaving the layers of iniquity off of you so that you can become this beautiful masterpiece that I have intended for you to become but you have to Understand when you're shaped into iniquity, that's filth, that's Jesus. Dirt, that's all that nastiness that the enemy has coated you with. And clothe you with. And I started to think like, wow, even things we don't even, we're not even responsible for. Come
0: on. Here. Come on. A lot You're talking good. Us,
1: a lot of things that happened to us in our past, we may not be responsible for it, but that's a part of that iniquity. That's a part of that, that um, nastiness and that dirt that the enemy wants to throw on us as shame and make us condemn ourselves and that's a whole nother topic but right there come on even condemnation makes us feel like oh god i'm not good enough to be refined oh god i'm not good enough to be cleansed but god say uh uh-uh, come on back i am yours you are mine that's what we have to say god i'm yours god and you are mine and we have to understand that this thing right here called life is not going to be easy because of the refinement process will we allow god to truly shave us and cleanse us and purify us because the chosen ones will have to we have to go through that absolutely man and then i think i, I start to think about jesus and you know even though he was already cleaning and clean and things like that but in john in john 15 he said wait a minute if i went through do you not think that you're gonna have to go through like, well i've gone through now But you have to understand if I've gone through and I'm the son of God, you will definitely have to go through. And we're not exempt. Absolutely. And so he's like, You're my, you're, I am everything you need, and I'm going to be right there with you. But will you choose, will you choose me back so that I can refine you accordingly? Will you choose me back?
0: Will you choose me back? Wow. Mm. See, that's good. Okay. So, so once we go through, accepting the fact that we're called and we're chosen and set apart Mm -hmm. and then god takes us through the refining and purging and pruning process can we talk about the wilderness season
1: oh oh my goodness wow (laughs) and we kind of touch bases on the wilderness season um how it's not going to be fun or anything like Mm. that but it's oftentimes it's lonely when you're, you're feeling lonely in the wilderness uh, because you are trying to get something from God that other people cannot get from give you and other people wow. cannot, they can't pull. you want them to do it. You want your family to do it for you because it's easier and it's tangible. You want your friends to do it, but it, because it's easier and it's tangible, but God's like, no, 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 no. This is the season of your life where only I can give you what Ooh. you need. And, you're like, okay, God, first of all, I need to be clean. You can you can only do that. Okay, in my wilderness process, I'm, I'm going to feel lonely. Yeah, you're going to feel lonely, but you're not alone. You're going to feel God. lonely, but you're not alone. You have to know where the power is. Once you know where the power is, there's gonna, there's not going to be any room for doubt. There's not going to be any room for a second guessing or a hesitation. You're going to know exactly where to go to or who to go to. So mm. in the wilderness, I've, I, I remember so many times in my life where I would question um me being chosen I didn't I don't think I I really I knew I didn't understand the chosen life at that moment I knew I was different like I I would find myself alone a lot and I I felt my I felt like it wasn't supposed to be like that because I'm like God you made all these people to connect with one another so why am I alone wow why why am i alone like what is wrong with me and he's like nothing is wrong with me nothing is wrong with you everything is it all has to do with your walk your future your destiny it has everything to do with that don't look at your now you look at your next that's what you need to be focusing on but the more he started to tell me that thank you god the more he started to tell me that the more i started to lean toward him and the more i started to understand hey I may feel lonely, but I'm not alone. I may feel lonely. That became an affirmation. I may feel lonely, but I'm not alone. I may feel lonely. Now, keep in mind, I am as bubbly as I am. I did not have friends growing up. I did. I, I didn't have people to lean on. I had my family, but like I said, we're, we were different. So it's. I still felt alone. I still mm. felt lonely. So I was. I always questioned my position in life. Lord, like what is happening? Like what is going on? I don't have, I don't have any friends. I have associates, but I don't have, I don't have any friends where I know I can lean on. I know I can count on. He's like, and, and further on going on in my life, God had to show me and tell me, he said, the reason why you didn't have those people to lean on was because you were going to find yourself leaning on them too much to the point where you doubted me
0: come on
1: and I'm like wow and you weren't gonna you weren't gonna praise me and lift me up you were gonna praise them and lift them up and I'm like oh my goodness so even knowing my past knowing the why knowing the how understanding the 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 trials and why I had to go through that lonely wilderness season it's so worth it it's it's so necessary it. oh my goodness it's so worth it
0: Wow. You know, T, I was just literally telling um, one of my coworkers, I feel like in this season of my life, even though I have people around me, I know what God is doing in me. And it's so conducive that I allow God to do what is necessary wow. for the next season. Yes. Cool. And so, can we talk about for a moment? Well, can you just share with people? Because I know in this generation, um, it's such a tech generation, it's a faster generation, Mm -hmm. people are, you know, doing amazing things. But can we talk about how critical it is to literally discern the seasons and times, you know, when God has called you to do a thing and how important it is to be obedient
1: oh my goodness god literally was just dealing with me about obedience this is so funny um so i think about first off obedience is better than sacrifice i know we hear that so many times but living that thing out you obedience is so much better than having to sacrifice something that you love having to sacrifice something that you cherish because you didn't you didn't obey Jesus. (laughs) I've had to literally, I saw it before my eyes. I saw everything. I saw uh, the before and after. If I didn't obey, if I did obey. And I saw this. In several occasions of my life, but it is extremely necessary to simply listen to the voice of God, understand the season, understand the why, understand. And sometimes we don't even have to understand because, you know, at times you you may understand why God is telling you to do this. But then those times where you don't know the next move and God is just telling you to trust him and just do it. And just obey and listen to his voice and, and be more, be keen to his voice and, and have have keen ears to his voice. That there is extremely important because of the simple fact of obedience. This disobedience is still delayed obedience. That's the same mm. exact thing. And, and delayed obedience, meaning you're doing it on your own time. You're still doing what God told you to do, but you're doing it on your own time
0: which is oh,
1: disobedience
0: wow and then this is the thing t you know because in our our group age range a lot of people get caught up into comparison oh my goodness. and oh my what, goodness. so what the enemy does is he'll trick a person into believing that they're not called to a thing because you can see someone mm-hmm. else flourishing in the same lane that you're called to. Mm-hmm. And so the enemy will allow you to be intimidated by another person's success. Absolutely. But can we talk about how important it is to know what's for you is for you? Wow.
1: Yes, we can because this thing right here it is taking on the millennials harder than ever. Uh Jesus. We're in the generation where like you said comparison is it seems like it's just trumping everything, but comparison kills. Uh, mm. When you when you are finding yourself trying to compare yourself to someone else that is that has a completely different fingerprint than you, y'all have you are completely different than that person. Your your call is different, your walk is different, your assignments are different. Everything's different, but you find yourself comparing. I'm a teacher now. I'm an ELA teacher. I, when I teach my students compare and contrast, I tell them compare is when you're comparing two things that are similar or the same. Contrasting is different when, you're, when you see one thing you're, you're telling the difference between two different things. When you're comparing, you can, you have to have the same things. There are no two there are not two of the same people in the world. Everyone Come on. is different. Like I said, we have different assignments. You can reach people that I cannot reach, T. I can reach people that you cannot reach because guess what? The God has already told us, God has already given us the assignment or, or he's already reached out and prepared and conditioned those hearts of who we need to reach out to. And it's not because I can't do it because I'm incapable. It's because she was your assignment or he was your assignment. And so I just start thinking about when you compare, it's because it's that lack of understanding of whose you are.
0: Jesus. You don't really
1: know, like, and it, and, and honestly, I'm going to be honest, like, it's not even, it's not, I don't even knock people, you know, who find themselves comparing because it's all of is lack of knowledge. And even the Bible yeah. says, you know, my people perish for the lack of knowledge when you don't know a thing, You just you tend to walk in another way. You tend to walk in another thing. So they they compare or people compare because they are lacking the knowledge of, wow, okay, this is how it's supposed to really go. Okay, God, God, you want me to tend to this portion of my calling, okay? So you want me to tend to this particular type of people or you want me to tend to this particular, you see what I'm saying? It's different. It's not the same. So...
0: Wow. That's, that's, you know, because, I mean, and and so many people in our generation are called to do multiple things in the earth. Um, And, you know, with T you do so many different things. You're called to the multitude and you are multifaceted. And so can you talk about how important it is to not only know what you're called to do, but to also understand that you can be called to the kingdom, but also be called to the marketplace. And I think sometimes within our generation, we know that we're chosen and set apart, but there are multiple areas that God calls us to. We're not called to just operate in one lane.
1: Absolutely. Um, Well, like you said, I've been blessed to be very multi-talented and Honestly, at the beginning, I didn't know what to do with it because growing up, I thought that you were supposed to just focus on one thing and go full-fledged in it. (laughs) And then when I started, when God started to just bring out other gifts, I'm like, okay, God, what am I supposed to do with this? And so, of course, it takes me back to the scripture in the Bible with, you know, the uh, man and the the man with the many talents, five talents, ten talents and one talent. And the man with the one talent, he do anything with it. But the men, the men with the five and ten talents, guess what they did? They just went and multiplied. They did. They did what they were supposed to do with their gifts that God had given them. And so it makes me think it, it brought me back to uh just brought me back to myself to say listen you don't hold these gifts to yourself you do what you're supposed to do in the kingdom and so just really understanding okay this gift here is supposed to be done in this manner and of course god is going to give you every every strategy he's going to give you uh every way he's going to order your steps if you allow him to so, mm. even in the marketplace, that was something I was really skeptical in doing, because, like I said, I'm being stretched, y'all, I'm being so stretched and and very uncomfortable, but the more like I said, I depend and trust in God, the more he allows me to be okay with being stretched. The more I am okay with being pulled in his way and and you know him me allowing him to do it i'm i mean I'm safe, I'm safe in his arms. So in the marketplace, we, we get a little scared and a little skeptical because, you know, we're like, oh, there's money. Oh, no, that's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother topic, you know, because we got to understand, like, money is, you can't be afraid of money. You have to understand the kingdom is still uh, being pushed and still being enforced, even with money in the marketplace. I've seen m- many people who are who are taking the kingdom by force in the marketplace. Where the money is, (laughs) where the money is. Um,
0: Talk about it. (laughs) I'm not
1: limited to all of you that that, that may have that uh, skepticism or that may have um, that, that are hesitant on trying to be pushed and stretched into another area of your interest or passion. Just remember, God blessed you with those gifts, and He said, I give those gifts without repentance. So He's not going to snatch them back. He's not, He gave it to you because He knew that He could trust you with those. But what are you going to do with it? Are you going to give, what are you going to do with those gifts that He's blessed you with? Are you going to, um, are you going to do it according to his glory, give it to give him the glory in doing it? Or what are you, What are you going to do? Are you going to hide it? Well, what are you going to do? Like, that's the question you ask yourself. And so me in this season, I'm walking full fledged. I am doing whatever it takes for me to just please God. Like, I want God to be, I want to, this is what I, I often um, hear my husband tell me this. He say, I want to go to, I want to go into the grave empty. In other words, I want to live good. full because in That's other words, good. if you don't, you're gonna die, very fool. Meaning you didn't do
0: anything what? with the gifts that you got. You did absolutely nothing. And I'm
1: like, wow. I just think about that, and I'm like, no, nah, honey, it's time for me to go go forth. I got to go
0: forth. Whew. So, so T, this is this is something that you know. Share. Can you just offer some godly wisdom to? the listeners, when you know you're called, you know you're chosen, you know you're set apart, you've been through the refining process, you've been through the wilderness, and now it's go time. Can you talk about how you felt when you you just decided, okay, Lord, I'm doing this, and I am I know I'm not going to be put to shame. I know you're gonna not, not going to allow me to be embarrassed. I'm just going to go for it. Can you give the people some godly wisdom on how your obedience has tremendously blessed you. Oh my
1: goodness. Yes. Okay. So um, I struggled with obeying God the first time for many years. I, I I would find myself obeying him, but it was still disobedience because I wasn't doing it when he told me to do it. And uh, it was all the way up until I just got tired of reap the repercussions (laughs) i got tired of getting a whooping (laughs) by god and so um when i finally obeyed god and it was just one so i started for many of you who may not know um i started my it's this like t-talks platform that um just allow people to Um, expose their testimonies and share their testimonies to uplift the kingdom and you know inspire others to be uh, victorious and help them understand that they can be victorious and come out of their situations and so God was he was dealing with me about it and he said you need to go out and you need it's time to speak and I'm like oh God and he said (laughs) you know what I really didn't want to I didn't want that wasn't my very first thing to do I didn't want to hurry up and just do it because I'm always trying to make sure that it's God and he's like it's time and all I kept saying all I kept hearing was it's time and so my first move I'm telling you No one called. I'm telling you, no distractions were around. I'm like, oh, God, thank you. I was like, okay. There were no distractions. See, when I tell you, I was so in the zone. And he was just, I was writing and writing. And it was like, it was amazing. I was just in my secret place. And so I knew God really wanted to speak to me and wanted me to just go forth. And so by the end of that session, like just by the end of, I think it was like an hour and a half. He was like, okay, it's time. He had given me the dates. He had given me the topics. He had given me everything for the rest of the year. I said, oh my goodness. Like, come on, talk
0: about strategy and insight. Jesus. I said,
1: God, all these these downloads and insight and wisdom that you've given me. Like, I know this is not coincidental. I know this is not by chance. You're doing this for me. And so he's like, no, that's because I'm telling you that it's time. So the more I kept hearing his voice, the more... The the, it's like I wasn't like really anxious but I'm like oh it's closer it's getting closer it's getting closer so I'm like okay God okay God I hear you I hear you I say yes I say yes so I started making the calls the necessary calls to the people that he had put on my heart and as soon as I make them calls girl when I tell you it was confirmation at its best they were the people that I was calling was like girl god been dealing with me about this and i'm like what
0: come on think about
1: like what if i had not listened to him what if i had not put that time aside and actually decided to obey him what if i didn't do that and another thing god had told me he said you know your obedience unlocks your anointing he was like you know you're anointing in different areas but the more you obey me the more I'm gonna pour out, the more I'm gonna pour out. The you're pour teaching out. now. I said, oh my goodness, God, you're gonna pour out on me, little old me. He said yes mm. because you're showing me that I can trust you. If you're disobedient, Ooh. you're showing me I cannot trust you. So I said, Oh God, I just want to be, I want to be pleasing in Your sight. He said, Absolutely, but guess what? Pleasing God, He said, faith, p- faith moves God. Without faith, it's impossible Ooh. to please Him. So I'm thinking, like, okay, God, if I'm if I'm walking in obedience that means I'm walking in faith that you're going to make this happen because even a, a outside of my nervousness and outside of my, <clears throat> my hesitance, I'm like, God, you're still going to do it. I believe that you're going to do it. Jesus. And so, T, when I tell you when it aired the first time, it w- it blew my mind because I, I was so nervous and I'm like, God, you know what? I'm leaving this for you. I don't know what exactly is going to take place. I just know I'm leaving room for you to come in, show up, and show out. And so...
0: And then he he blows your mind. mind. And now And see, that's what he does. All we have to do is and and, and it sounds so easy T Hmm. is to simply obey. But when we truly make it up in our mind, like God, I'm gonna do this thing, Lord, you put it on my heart. I know you wouldn't give it to me. For it to fail. Yes. I know I wouldn't be put to shame. I don't want to embarrass your kingdom, Lord. This is all for your glory. And he does a great oh, work each and every time. So before we wrap up, mm-hmm. T, because um, I know even in 2020, God has tremendously done Absolutely. great things. Um, he's shown so many people what they yes. are capable of, yes. what they're called to do. Um And y'all, T is actually working on a book (laughs) and I can't wait for her to publish it. So I'm just going to drop that (laughs) out. So um, I can't wait wait Um, to read it, honestly. But um, do you have any last words for the people? Anything that God has given you to share?
1: I definitely want to share just a couple of things and I won't be long. A set apart life. I know we've said it several times, but living a set apart life it won't feel good, but it's going to be extremely worth it. It won't feel good. So don't let Mm. your emotions drive your destiny. Don't let your emotions, because it's not going to feel good. Don't let your emotions that's really driving, that that you're allowing to drive your life, don't let it drive your destiny. Don't don't let it steer because that's going to you're going to you're going to find yourself in a whirlwind, constantly going around in cycles, a whirlwind of cycles. And I had to get out of that because cycles was my best friend. I found myself being in cycles Jesus. and I was wondering what was going on, what was happening. And God was like, you're chosen. So you cannot expect the same thing. It's like insanity. You're doing the same thing, expecting different results. So he said you can't do that Jesus. as a chosen people. As the royal priesthood, you think about royalty. You're you're in a kingdom. Oh, you have your crown on. You're royal. It's only certain things that you're able to do. You cannot expect, you cannot expect certain things to happen or certain you you cannot expect certain things to, to be uh allowed for you or permitted for you because you are a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation, you're set apart. That's what holy is. Um, you're a chosen generation, you're unapologetic. Come on, all these things wrapped up into a fine piece of what? Silver, a fine piece of uh, a masterpiece that God is working on even now. You're not finished. You're not finished. Your story is still being Jesus. written. Your chapters are still being fulfilled. And it's up to you to choose them back. Because once you choose them back, then that's what you're telling God. God, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to live out this life. Come I'm man. ready no matter what. The distractions around me don't matter. My family doesn't matter. My friend doesn't matter. I'm just ready to live out your truth.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so that's pretty much overall oh another thing i do want to say i do want to say excuse me um i'm reminded of two prophets in the bible and then i'm gonna be done two prophets jeremiah and isaiah if you (laughs) isaiah he was he was listen he was supposed to come he came after moses Uh, no I'm sorry not Moses I'm sorry Isaiah that was Joshua Isaiah he was a prophet and he did not like the fact that he was uh well God had chosen him um God had chosen him exactly to to do the work that he was supposed to do he said wait a minute okay God God was like I'm choosing you I'm choosing you and he's like okay God you know what I have unclean lips God was like wait a minute it's okay you got unclean lips, it's okay. And it reminds me of the scripture, how we all fall down and we, you know, we all fall down, of we all fall short of his glory, but it's okay because I'm still choosing you. And Isaiah finally says, mm. send me,
0: I'll
1: go. Send me, Lord, send wow.
0: Send
1: me, I'll go. And then I mentioned Joshua, I did mention Joshua. Now Joshua came, Joshua came after Moses. Now he was the one who was like, oh, hold on, God. No, 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 I don't want it at all. And he said, wait a minute. He said, no, no, no. It's okay. Don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged because I got you. And I'm like, Mm. okay, be of good courage. That's what he told Joshua. And that makes me think about, wow, be of good courage. So we can have the courage to push on and press on and press through. And you're going to always be there. God's like, yes, I'm always be here.
0: Exactly. The last
1: prophet I'm reminded of is Jeremiah. Jeremiah he said, God told me, said, I knew you while you were in your mother's womb. You're chosen.
0: Ooh, that every blesses time. me every time.
1: Y'all, if you go, go back and read Jeremiah chapter one, it talks about how he is a whole, he's a nation. Don't, he said, don't be afraid of their faces. Don't be afraid. God was just giving him a pep talk. That's how, I, that's how I like to look at it. He was giving him a pep talk. Don't be afraid of their faces. Go out, go out to these people and tell them what I'm trying to tell them. Tell them what I need them to hear. And and Jeremiah was like, uh uh-uh, uh, wait a minute. Me? He's like, Me? So it just reminds us of us, mm. how we it reminds me of his people today, how we second guess ourselves, which is normal. But the thing is, will you allow God to fulfill? Will you allow God to fulfill you? Will you allow God to just bring you through and just make you who you who you're supposed to be?
0: Wow. See, this episode, I know, um, before we end, I know that it is going to pierce and convict the hearts of so many because we cannot afford to be out of position. Um, You know, God is literally doing so much, but he's even getting prepared to do even a greater work. And so many people don't understand how real this thing is and how important it is to accept it. And really, really walk in the Mm -hmm. fullness of it. And so I know um, this has really, really blessed me. So thank you for your transparency. Thank you for um, your boldness for Christ. And um, all that you're doing, T, it's it's tremendously beautiful to see you walk in it. Um, Y'all be intentional with connecting with Tamika. Follow her, um, subscribe to her YouTube, um, join her Monday Tea Talks, um, and just continue to follow her journey. Um, thank you so much, thank Tea. Um, you, I appreciate and... you.
1: Thank <laughs> you for this opportunity. Just to pour, I don't mind just telling of the goodness of God, and you know, you trusted the God in me to just you know be as transparent as I can be and just uplift the soul. So I appreciate you most of all.
0: It was an honor. So until next time, this is your host, Tierra London with the Rare and Radical Podcast. Bye, Bye, y'all.